Okay, so we're talking about the mitzvahs asay of Shabbos. You know, we saw there's a special haftacha that if a person is in the mitzvahs asay of Shabbos properly, so then they'll be saved from Kevin Mashiach, they'll be saved from Dinesh Gehinnam, and they'll be saved from Nechemes Kogamot. So we spoke about last time, last week, the first part, which is... Uh, we spoke about last week, the first part, which is Necha uh, Mishnah, we spoke about different shittas, about how many breads to make and which ones to cut. Um, now I want to talk about the next, the continuation. Now I want to talk about the continuation, which is the dinim of the Surah Shabbos. The dinim of Surah Shabbos, besides for Necha Mishnah, what's a person meant to eat? Uh, at the Shabbos Siddur. So it's interesting because there are a number of things there are a number of things which are uh, brought in the Paiskim and uh, they're meant to be have significance but as much as significance as the various uh, foods suggested by the Paiskim have uh, the Mishabur this is the Klal and that is a person's meant to enjoy Shabbos and therefore to keep to standard or traditional foods if that's not what a person enjoys not what he's meant to do a person's meant to eat what they, they enjoy. That's the real oile. The real enjoyment of Shabbos is what a person wants to do to enjoy Shabbos. And uh, the assumption that Chazal had is that the, the foods that they say is an Indian to eat is with this, uh, an, an, an assumption that people will enjoy that. But if people don't enjoy it, then there's no reason to force themselves to eat something specific. Rather, Shabbos is the only thing from the Okay, so that's, uh, so with that in mind, so let's first talk about the foods that Chazal discuss as having significance. And, uh, but it's always against, with the obvious starting point, and that is the person who enjoys those foods. So the first proof which is brought down is actually brought down in the Ramah. In the Ramah, and the Ramah says that it was a minute to eat something called a Pashtida, which was meant to be a Zechel Lemon. Just like we know that Lecha Mishnah is a reminder of the Mons, there was another dish that they used to eat. Again, in the Ramah describes it as a Pashtida. Which was Zechelimon? What was the Zechelimon? So we know when the mon fell, there was a layer of dew which fell underneath it. The mon fell on top of that, and there was a second layer of dew on top of it, and it basically kept the mon clean and kept the mon fresh. So there was two layers on either side protecting the mon. And that's the way we meant to remember the idea of the mon also, that it's a, so to speak, sandwich in between these two layers which protect it. Um, which is why, just going to forget the which is why going back to the Lecha Mishnah, one of the reasons to cover the Lecha Mishnah on Shabbos is to Lechelimon. Besides for the issue of Kiddush, which we'll talk about, one of the reasons to cover the Lecha Mishnah is Lechelimon, and that is that just like the Mon was covered above and covered below, same thing the Chalas and Shabbos should be covered above and covered below. Now, what counts as the covering above is the Chalas cover. And the uh, question is, what counts as the covering below? So there are those who say the tablecloth is a, the the the, the, the for other reasons also is to cover the table on Shabbos not to eat straight on the wooden table and therefore the tablecloth counts as the, the layer underneath you put the chalas in that you put another cover on top and the chalas are covered above and below for those who don't want to use the tablecloth they want to have something special for the chalas which is one of the reasons because we have a special chalas board it's not just that it makes it easier to cut the chalas it's that it gives you the second uh, covering above and below for the khalas. Now why is this important? Because if the reason to cover the khalas was only because you're making kiddush and if we don't embarrass the khalas as it were, so that's the case. After kiddush, I can make the khalas come off. And when I make the khalas, I don't the khalas cover anymore and now I'm eating the khalas. But if the reason is the khalas, so I want the khalas even when I'm making the bracha on the moiti. And that's why we should keep the khalas covered until after the bracha. 
Because that when I made the bracha namaytzi, it's what the it's what the significance of trying to simulate, so to speak, the way that the Yishakayach, the way that the man was. And the other point which is important to remember that is Bashtadosh uh, Especially when the person may not be at home and have two chalas with the chalakam and the board, it's in the shul, where a person is just taking two rolls or two up or two matzahs. So then, if it's meant to be Zaykhul Amman, it's meant to do the same thing, which means it's meant to cover the, chale, the two rolls as well. If one's using them for uh, for Lecham Mishnah, because that was the, the Zaykhul Amman. So that's just the Indian as far as uh, the Chalas go. But the same idea applies to the Supreme Court of Pashtetah. And the way that the Mephoskin explained that what a Pashtetah is, is basically something which had a base of dough at the bottom, had a filling in the middle, and a base of dough at the top. And that's what has, so the same as the one which was covered above and below, this Pashtida is also covered above and below. Why am I saying it like that? Because people often translate it as a kugel. Now, I don't know what the kugels are talking about then were. There's not our kugels today. Because the kugel today is one thing. It does separate it into different layers. That doesn't count for the Pashtida. The Pashtida has to be something which, had a, which was a filling with a, a pastry coating or a bread coating or a scrap lock, or there was some kind of a pie maybe, or whatever it was. It was something which, was, which, which had this distinct layers above and below the main part of the food. Which would be the remainder of the month. <coughs> so even so, that's what I said. So that's the minak brought to the Ramah. Now on that minak brought to the Ramah, um, so he himself says the Ramah. The Ramah. But I didn't see people who did this. The Rabbi Shabura says, in our minak everyone does it. In our, in our place it's a minak everyone does it. So it seems like one of those things which are a little bit toyer minhagim. Uh, if that's something which uh, people used to do or not to do. We had uh, eight years, and times of the Mishnah people had a uh, knish for Lashavitz. I don't remember ever hearing that one of the traditional foods in Poland or Lithuania was a, was a knish for uh, a Maybe he means like our Kobo. I'm asking, I've never heard of such a. I've heard of firefall, I've heard will, of chicken soup, I've heard of. Uh, Kugel, I've never heard of Kratloch. Um, <laughs> because I've never heard of Kratloch. Okay, so I will read the Mishabur. He explains the idea of the Pashtida we just spoke about, and the Mishabur, I'm quite sure. <laughs> the Tal, the man, Abzeh Mechusa Habasa, Bein Dapia Isa. I have Dapia Isa, I have uh, layers of dough, and I have the meat in between the layers of the dough. And then even there are Moses, the Lord Isidah Hoshpazer, the Mishabur adds that, and we can say that, Mina Glachon. That's the first minute, which is this is already brought from <coughs> brought from the Rama, from the Maril, that was such a minute. Now that is actually the Besides for that, there was a minute which is brought down in the Rama also, and uh, it's not a different food, but rather it's talking about minute what they used to do, and he brings that there was a minute to. Uh, for ladies to bake their own chalas on Arab Shabbos, so that they two meats. There's number one, it's covered Shabbos, they're fresh chalas for Shabbos, and number two, to take the meats, so they're fresh chalas. And uh, Ramah Brunus has the minah, which was the, to bake enough dough on Arab Shabbos, so they could do the meats of chalas as well. Um, the Mishnah Bura comments on that, and he says that he's seen people have started buying from bakeries in his time, and uh, on that he says that it's a uh, that it's a, a lack in, so to speak, covered Shabbos, that uh, the minak has been to stop baking challah on Arab Shabbos. So I'll be the, the dinner of the Ramah, 
you know, Yisrael, Israel, that was the done thing to pay Chazner and Shabbos, because that was more of a covered Shabbos, the person's going to himself, and besides that, they can get the second mitzvah of Chalah. Um, now, as in, as the questions often ask, which is the Ikka? Which is the primary reason? In other words, if you have a big family, and the Sheikh Chalah, which is the bracha that says 2.3 kilos or 2.4 kilos, you're talking about a lot of bread, and okay, you have a big family, and you have a lot of Chalah. But if it's a small family, it's just a couple, or maybe one or two kids, you don't need so much khala. So what's better? Is it better to bake khalas every week and have less than the shear and not take khala? Or to bake khalas once a month with, with, uh, and take the mitzvah of khala, but then you're eating defrosted khalas the rest of the month because uh, it's too much. Sorry? No, today, today. When people ask the question today, Ramad brings two reasons for baking khala. The one is that's covered shower is having the fresh food. The other one is the mitzvah of taking khala. Which one takes priority? And if it's a question of one or the other, what should a person do? Eating fresh challah should be priority. Oh. So the answer is the primary thing is kava chavis. Agav, it's a nice thing to do the mitzvah taking khala too. But if a person is baking kava chavis, then of course there's a matter in kava chavis. Right. Now the question people have asked me, and that is that there aren't good bakers, and the baker does a much better job. And almost a lady asked me this question, when she bakes khalas, no one eats. And then she buys khalas, and everyone finishes, finishes it. There's an Indian to bake khalas, uh, which no one appreciates. So, assuming that we can't change the way she bakes khalas, the answer is going to be like we said before, and that is the ikkapons. People enjoy shabbos. And if people don't enjoy the khalas, they'll enjoy shop baked khalas better than they buy from the store. That's more covered shabbos. The hanakha here was that people enjoy homemade khalas. The hanakha was that there was more of a, a tainug or more of a oinig shabbos, and that's why. One should do it. If it's not going to be like that, then the person should do it. What's, what's, what's considered more in it? Okay. Those are the two minhagim brought in the Rambam. There's another two, sorry, the three minhagim which are brought in the Paiskim. The first one is to eat fish. To eat fish. What's the reason to eat fish on Shabbos? So, the reason brought down by most Paiskim is because, on the one hand, Shabbos is a reminder of the Mon. On the other side, Shabbos is also anticipation of the Yom Shekudah Shabbos, which is a Moshiach will come, and we'll eat from the Surah Sliviyasun, which even though that's not necessarily meant to be understood completely on a, a simple physical level, but in, at least the reference of a Sliviyasun is to a fish. And remember, by eating fish on Shabbos, a person is reminding himself of the Surah Sliviyasun. The does who makbir on this will be, will be makbir on all three meals. To eat fish all three meals, ask the, the Zaykhir of the Surah Sliviyasun. Obviously. Fish uh, uh, any fish was a requirement. The of a fish for the zeichar of the other yeah, It's not a fish, it is a fish. And if that's okay, so it falls a requirement very well. Any fish will fall a requirement too. It doesn't make a difference if it's cooked or if it's raw or if it's pickled or if it's whatever it's uh, salted, it doesn't make enough gamina. It's only tearing up the kiddush, they ate to eating fish also. Similarly, those people who like to eat sushi and shabbos, okay, it might not have been the traditional thing people used to eat. But Lamaise, if a person likes it and it's fish, then he definitely ate to this. this Requirement with whatever fish it's going to be. And there's a spiritual reason um, for eating fish and Shabbos besides the Surah of Yasin, which isn't brought down in Shabbat, but it's brought down in the Kabbalah's farm. And that is, as we know, that Shabbos, uh, the, the Muslim of Shabbos, is an acrostic of the Aleph base backwards. The count of Shabbos reads the and it goes all the way back from top to Aleph. And the reason for that, why uh, we call it the Tashrak, uh, which is, is the reason for that. Which is why that God, the Gili of Shabbos, it's a concept of uh, that self-mastery not Shabbat Chila. 
So what Hashem wanted at the beginning was only revealed at the end. So we made it from the top, we go back to the end. And if you take the if you take the last six letters, or actually the first six letters, backwards, it spells the word Vahadagba. That the fish comes. Now, what's the significance of that? We can still talk about, but at least that was the rem is that a person should eat fish at the Surah Shabbos. Um, okay, maybe we'll talk about it's not just time happens to be the first the six letters in order. There's a rem is why Dafka it was a reference to fish. So we'll get there, but that was the other thing which was brought down in the official Shabbos. And then there's also then the the first reason we gave. Uh, that is that if you're going to try and uh, do something in anticipation of the Surah, we're going to eat in the time of Mashiach, so then it's not just the fish. It's not the Yasin, there's also something which the Gemara and Baba Basra talks about called the Shara Bar. And the Shara Bar is a type of meat. The Shara Bar is a type of meat, it's a type of wild ox. Um, there are those who claimed that it's a buffalo. I don't think so, because I think buffalo is edible. But again, it's, it's talking about a spiritual concept, which is referred to by meat. And because of that, Zeichet to that, there was a minute to eat meat on Shabbos also. I've never seen anybody who said that you have to eat meat at all three meals. Can you read that? Uh, uh, meeting meat once of course, Shabbos was already enough to makayim that Zeichet. Um, if you put it in the chan. If you put it in the chan, or whatever it's going to be. But that the you yet, put it with your pashtina, can you double up and do two things together? It sounds like that's what they used to do. That was the meat they put in the pashtina. Chicken doesn't count as meat? That's a question. If, if you're talking about meat, does chicken count as meat? So when you're talking about, so once again, if you're talking about what a person likes, so then the law is always going to be what a person likes. If you're talking about the zeicher to the shara bar, the shara bar was, was beef, it was cattle. So then chicken won't work for that. The yeah. cold cuts and um, yeah. not personal yeah. things yeah. count for If it's meat, then yeah, it's the same way that we said by fish. It's, it's a, the ram is more than the, the way that it has to be served. Okay, so that's the second thing which is which is brought in the voice game. The Basta to Yitagim. There's even the Rams that in, in as we know in the mirrors, we talk about Basta Vadagim. And uh, the fee that, and this is interesting, we'll see this in a bit more detail by Hashem. Later, there's also an Indian to drink wine on Shabbos, apart from the Indian of Kiddush. Apart from the Indian of Kiddush, there's also an Indian to drink wine. So for example, the Rambam, it's really wish. The Rambam Paskans that the person should drink in a Chaim Vasudishis. Why? Because it's nothing to do with Kiddush. You don't need Kiddush for dishes, but there's an Indian to drink wine at the, at the Shabbat Surah. Once again, it's a remiss to this, the meal of Asid Lavoy when there'll be, a, again, a spiritual concept which is called a Yain Hashem Rabbi Novel. There's a certain wine which Hashem is keeping to share with the Tzaddikim at the meal of Tav Mashiach. And then again, as in the Sebastian of Ask, there's an Indian to drink wine. So it's not the, just the person who's making the Kiddush for everybody. Everybody has to Ryan, and not even a Kiddush during the meal. During the meal, so that includes so people come home after this shul's kiddush. They come home, they should drink wine at the meal. Right, and not for the meal. You very hard kiddush, but during the meal. During this, during and the once meal, again, it's only for people who enjoy wine. And what about shul's kiddush? Also, really? yeah, the Rambam writes about wine and shul's kiddush also. But then again, only for a person who enjoys it. I people who don't enjoy sh- wine. Shul's don't shul's that offer shul's kiddush. They never have wine at the Shalashudas. They're not going to the Rambam. Some of the Steelers are playing. Is wine ever privileged or is just wine? That's a good question. Well, something's meant to be a remiss to the Yain Osset Lava. It's great for this work because we say a gaffin and it could be that we work. It could be that we work also. So it's interesting. It comes out that fish and wine 
the meaning, those who have the meaning had for all three meals. Right, so the meat and meat the rough saying that it's only by one one. One There was not need to have three. Because we need to eat meat of a Shabbos. There's never it's never brought anywhere that there was Indian by all three meals to have meat. Um, I would imagine either you could say because people don't want meat at all three meals and therefore there's not Indian to eat what you don't want to eat. Or maybe they couldn't afford it, one or the other. But whatever the reason was, that was never brought down as a minute to have meat at all three meals. Okay. The instant phrase is very constant with Also, the Oichel Dag, which is a fish, but Dag is the seventh day, Dag is all together. It's a Gemara of seven, it's only Dag is within Gehin. So, aside from within Gehin, which is really the Gemara we quoted before, and that is that one of the advantages of the person saved from by eating the Siddur Shabbos is the Dinah Shogin. They just found that in the Remus. Um, okay, that's the that's the the, the kinds of. The fee that is Dafi in the fish for Shabbos day, more than other meals maybe. But Dr. said, those are Machmer are normally Machmer with all three meals. Now, there's another interesting thing which is brought down from the Poe scheme. The, the source is um, from the Zayar. <laughs> At least the way that the Magad of Ramadan stood the Zayar. And he says there's an Indian to eat Shtayt of Shilim at each meal. Shtayt of Shilim is two cooked foods. Two cooked foods. And just so for an example, when we said that a person wants to memite the chashivas of a meal, which is the sort of seconds before, before Tishabab, the Lach is you're not allowed to eat of Shilim. You're allowed to eat one cooked food. Right? An egg if a person wants lentils, if a person wants one other thing, one cooked food. Two foods, that's already considered luxurious. That's already considered extra. And because of that, if a person wants to manic Shabbos, he wants to show an extra Hashivas for Shabbos meals, so you should have two cooked foods. Now, what counts as a cooked food? It doesn't have to be necessarily something which is hot, it has to be something which is cooked. Just like Surah Masekis, a cold, hard-boiled egg is counted as a cooked food. It doesn't have to be hot right now, and therefore the same thing when it passes to Shabbos food. If a person, let's say, wants to have a fish which is cold now, but was cooked, so that's considered a cooked food. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be hot foods necessarily, it has to be cooked foods. Is baked considered cooked? Baked is cooked, the fried is cooked, they're all considered cooked. And therefore, a person has fish for shalashiris, even if it's cold, it's considered a cooked food. Similarly, those salads that they make with vegetables which are roasted or vegetables which have been boiled, whatever the case might be, that's also called a cooked food. It's the preparation involves cooking. And therefore, a person can have a cold meal of cooked food, and that's considered a shade of shilling too. The tasha just needs someone which is cooked. So they're sushi, right? So sushi, right? If you want to have sushi, then you have to have soup and something hot afterwards, as your two cooked foods. Why won't sushi work? It's cooked. Rice. Rice is cooked. Oh, the rice. If the rice isn't baked. It's cooked. It's cooked, but it's not baked. Fish and crane. Can the crane be a second cooked fish? Cooked crane. The beets are cooked. The beets are cooked. I'm yeah, but again, it's a tofu. It's just that's the flavor of the crane. I think the crane is cooked. <laughs> the sushi is not considered cooked. The, the, the ikar is not the rice. It's a little tiny, tiny piece of vegetable yeah. in the middle? No, it's the fish. Primarily. Or whatever it is. So whatever is the ikar. Sushi is altogether a question what's the ikar and the tofu. If the rice would be the ikar, then it would be a cooked food. If the rice is the tofu, then it's not cooked cooked. Okay, so that's, uh, that's uh, another din. And now besides for the din of two cooked foods, there's an Indian to eat hot food on Travis. And the reason for that is from the Baramar. Banamar brings down that the minag of the Karaim, which there were still some around in his time, was that they didn't allow people to use fire on Shabbos. And as soon as the terrorists is done, that fire on Shabbos, it means you can't use fire either. So they had no light and no hot food, because you can't use fire. 
And therefore, the Balamora says, you want to show that we don't hold of the, of the Karayim, and therefore, for sure, we're going to have lights on Shabbos, in the midst of Shabbos candles. And by the same reason, we have to have hot food. And that when we show that we don't, we don't have this mistaken idea that the Karayim had, we eat hot food on Shabbos. And Ajak Akadekat, the last of Balamora, is that if a person doesn't eat hot food, Hashir and Shemu Wumin. We choshed, maybe he's a Karayim, and that's why he's avoiding hot food on Shabbos. And therefore, there's a need to eat hot food on Shabbos too. Um, except if a person uh, doesn't have to necessarily eat a hot food, he can have a hot drink, it has exactly the same effect. If a person needed hot water to, and he had to keep the water hot, he's also using heat on Shabbos. And if a person wants a cold Shabbos meal for whatever reason, as long as they have a cup of hot coffee tea at the end, they're still yet to have enough food. The three meals Shabbos, does each meal have to have something hot? No. So Friday night we're going to have hot chicken soup. The next two meals could be cold. Yes. As long as on Shabbos, if, uh, as long as the person on Shabbos showed that they're using hot food, that was already enough. Okay, that's the denim of that's the denim of the what's um, what's normal to have on Shabbos on, on Shabbos. Now, there are there were other foods which became traditional, not for halachic reasons, just because either they were accessible or because they were cheap. The one interesting one was, I mean, I think it's traditional all over the world, was a challenge. Uh, the word chant actually comes from the French and it's first brought by the French Rishonim. I'm not good at speaking French, but apparently the word in French means uh, hot, uh, hot, slow, 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 slow heat. heat. Right. And that's exactly what the idea of chant was. It's just how you going to pronounce it. And that is, it was a way to keep something hot for Shabbos. Because they wanted to be able to the Bad Amar, he's the one who talks about it. And he says they wanted to keep hot food for Shabbos day. And then, of course, when then they didn't have electricity like we do. So they had to use coals from Arab Shabbos, so they had to provide a slow heat that would keep the food hot until Shabbos day. They did this for halachic reasons, they have something hot? Yeah. But everybody has something hot Friday night. They wanted something hot Shabbos day also? But not for the, it's not because not they the had to. Not because they had to. Just for the enjoyment, right. enjoyment of the challenge. Challenge. Right. And that's where the, that's where the word comes from and that's where the idea comes from. And uh, it became the style of preparing or keeping food hot for Shabbos day was a slow heat, a slow low heat, which would keep something hot for a long time without burning it. That was the that, that was the original idea behind challenge. Uh, exactly what it looked like and what was put into it. If you look through the poiskin, you'll see they had vastly different recipes of what 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 a challenge was. The tzadah shavu was always hot. After that point, there's no tzadah shavu. There were those who used vegetables and those who used meat, and there were those who used something flour, which is mushrooms and zainus, and there were those that was that was a shail of liquid and shail of solid. Which even like today, that what a challenge is depends on depends on the person cooking it. It's uh, no two are the same. But uh, the the Shava was it was a way to have hot food for Shabbos day. Okay, those are the dinim which are, are brought down. So did someone ask why more Shabbos day than any other one? Just hello. Huh? That was uh, the din is Godel covered Because the Godel covered it. Because the that a person should make more of an effort in the Shabbos day meal than the Shabbos night meal. This was something which people would enjoy having hot food on Shabbos day. This is the way to do it. Okay. The, the, the Gemara, when it talks about what a person should use when Shabbos day for fast, what food a person should prepare for Shabbos, the Gemara gives uh, three examples. The Gemara says, um, dog and gedolin, big fish, and uh, two vegetables. Tell me in character, which I'm going to translate that. Maybe turnips or trodin, is going to translate that as uh, kind of spinach. But uh, and shemin of garlics, it's quite clear that that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the recipe a person had to follow. 
It was just what the times the Gemara was considered a delicacy, was considered chashub, and that's why they would use it for Shabbos. Obviously, if a person doesn't like garlic or spinach, there's no need to have it for Shabbos. Whatever a person enjoys, that was what was chashub then. Whatever is considered chashub today is is uh, in of Shabbos. Now, one last point. And there is Atkan, and until now we've spoken about meal food, staples, or when a person eats part of the meal. What about the din of um, what the Gemara calls madani? Delicacies, uh, chocolates, or uh, nuts, or pastries, or dried fruit, whatever other fancy foods there are that people enjoy eating, but it doesn't really become part of a Shabbos meal. Is it in to have that on Shabbos too? In other words, does the Hanan Shabbos focus specifically on what a person is eating at the meal? Or is there an Indian to, uh, to, to eat the foods one enjoys on Shabbos? Uh, and if you want to make the question more practical, are we do, what's the gather of the mitzvah owning Shabbos we're doing by the Kiddush? It's not one of the three meals of Shabbos, but if a person enjoys the foods, then what category does it fall into? So this is brought down in the Gemara. And the Gemara says that there's an Indian of making a hundred brachas every day, as we know, and on Shabbos one has a problem. Because being as we don't have the long shmonets <laughs> that we have in the weekdays, we're missing about 16 or 17 brachas, depending on how you count, and how's he going to make that up? So the Gemara says, Rav Acha used to make it up by eating Paris and McDonald's. He used to eat fruits and delicacies during the course of Shabbos, because then each one eats a bracha before and a bracha afterward, and you snack enough times over Shabbos, you'll make up the Muslim brachas. The version bringing that is not just a, a, a trick of how to get more brachas, that's part of Kovach Shabbos. If that's what I enjoy eating, so then it becomes Kovach Shabbos to eat. So it might not be a formal part of a meal, but if I enjoy eating that, so I enjoy eating chocolate, so finding the time on Shabbos to eat nuts and chocolate is also a chedek of oinik Shabbos. In other words, even though primarily the mitzvah of eating is the three meals, but what a person enjoys eating is a mitzvah to eat too. And one last point. I think it's Pashat. This happened to more than once, and my father came after me. And they said, I don't do the, sur- the Shabbos Siddur because, no, he says, kill the fish, and his kids don't make a kill the fish. He says, kugel, and I won't eat kugel. So uh, maybe he enjoys the meal, but the kids come out and say, we need to eat it, we don't like all the food. So what should he do? How can he force his kids to eat Shabbos fish? And the answer is, there's no reason in the world to force your, your kids to eat Shabbos fish. If a kid's enjoying tuna fish, then get a tuna fish. The midst of Shabbos is to person to eat what they enjoy. And uh, if that's what they're going to enjoy, that's what you make for them. There's no need to be forced into a certain menu which a person doesn't enjoy. Uh, and that's the children too. And similarly, even if a person is normally more restrictive about what um, a son of candy or national, whatever food it is, they're allowed to give to eat, on Shabbos there's an Indian to give them something they like. It doesn't have to be in limitless quantities, but there's an Indian in owning Shabbos and giving a child something he enjoys, uh, because that's that's the uh, that's, uh, idea that when a person enjoys, he's in the midst of owning Shabbos, Waiting it on Shabbos. If a person can do better than that, and he can tell the children to wait for Shabbos to enjoy it, then you've got the mitzvah of any Shabbos to read from during the week. Like the Gemara says, that Shammai uh, Azakin, every day he would prepare food for Shabbos, because that, that way I'm making Shabbos during the week. How? By not eating Shabbos food during the week and keeping it for Shabbos, so now I'm already now showing that I'm keeping it to enjoy on Shabbos and not eating it now. So it's the same idea. If there's a certain uh, kind of treat that a, a, a child wants, or even an adult wants, that's how you know it, I'm going to keep it for Shabbos. Then eating on Shabbos isn't just the mitzvah of earning Shabbos and Shabbos. Keeping it for Shabbos is the mitzvah of earning Shabbos the whole week long. I'm specifically waiting for Shabbos to enjoy this, and that's where it becomes a mitzvah to enjoy. Rather than just eating it on Tuesday, which is not necessarily no specific uh, mitzvah.